Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Off the Handlebars Podcast. I'm your host, B. Shanice, and welcome if it's your first time, and welcome back if you've been here before. I appreciate all your support. Um, I start each episode with three good things, which is three things I'm grateful for. So number one this week is that I had a very well-needed massage and facial last weekend. Um, I mentioned in one of my older, my last episode that I gave up cable so I could support my therapy expenses. Um, but another thing I forgot that I also gave up was my membership at another, uh, like massage place or whatever it's called. So, um, yeah, I gave that up a while back and I got my first massage and facial in a very long time. And it was so amazing. Decided to treat myself and um, really appreciated the opportunity to do so. Um, my second good thing is I had an amazing Easter holiday weekend with my family and friends. Um, I went to a birthday dinner and then I had a night out with the mom's club. Um, I went to a baby shower and um, I also did church and brunch and dinner and a little bit of turn up on Sunday. <laughs> um, so that was great. I just appreciate everyone that. Um, you know, was a part of our celebration this weekend. It was, it was really, really cool. And then on, or my third thing is that I had a really big work project that I've been working on in a meeting today that I like was the host of. And I was like, so nervous. I don't know why it was probably everything else I had going on, but I was so nervous and I literally killed it. Like went in there as if I've been doing this my whole life, which this is my first time being a project manager but yeah I killed my weaning today and I just love it I've been managing a lot of things in life um I was previously a leader and managed all of that and put on top of people so that's probably also why I was able to get on I had like 30 something people um 30 almost 40 people I think jump on a meeting today so it was a pretty big deal different departments and things and yeah I was nervous but I did good um, all right, so today we are going to jump in, um, and I want to let you know before I get started on the topic that you can support Off the Handlebars with a monthly subscription um, by clicking the link in the description. It's also in the link in my bio on Instagram at Off the Handlebars Pod on on Instagram. Um, it can be as low as ninety nine cents a month. I'm not asking for a lot, but if you do or would you would like to contribute, that is fine. If you would like to. Uh, support for free. You can always share episodes. You can always give me a rating and a review um, and continuing to listen also helps. So thank you all for being here. My topic today is going to be around saving with sinking funds. And basically you stay ready so you don't got to get ready when the time comes. Um, so this is definitely a money topic that not a lot of people um, kind of knew about in the personal finance community. We've talked about it. We know what it is. It took us a while to even like adapt it and to put it into our own budgets. Um, so I want to tell you guys today because I know that not a lot of people feel like they can prepare for things and they feel the stress of not being prepared for certain expenses and things that come with unplanned expenses and even planned expenses with your money. So um, saving with sinking funds. So what is a sinking fund? It is a strategic plan for upcoming expenses. You basically save a little bit over time so that when the expense comes, whether it's big or small, you have the money set aside for it already. Um, the reason you do this is so that 
You don't have to pull from your emergency fund. You don't have to depend on a credit card, um, nor do you have to blow your budget. So the more that you're prepared for and the more that you plan ahead, um, the better off you'll be. Um, So you're like, Brittany, okay, basically you just save money over time. Yes, it's exactly what you do. You save money over time because you know that the expense is coming or you know that it's something you want to do or you want to buy and you're saving for it early or before it gets there. Um, so how you kind of figure out what the amount is that you save or how much you save um, is going to be, obviously, you take the total of the expense. So whether it's, say, $500, right? And you divide that by how many months you have to save is probably the easiest way because that can break down into how many paychecks you have to save or how much you save per paycheck. Um, how many weeks you have to save or how many days you have to save. And you put that amount away as time goes on. So if I'm saving $200 over the next two months, so it's April, if I want to have $200 saved by the middle of June, I would save $100 this month and $100 next month and I would have $200 by June. It's literally that simple. Obviously, depending on what the expense is, depending on what you want to spend your money on is going to determine how much you have to save. However, there is nothing like having the money already there and ready when something comes up. So if you set aside your categories or you you create your categories, whatever it is that you want to save for, um, I can tell you some examples of mine in a minute, but whatever it is you want to save for, you literally put those as line items in your budget um, or when you're planning, you're making your money plan. If you're like, okay, this goes to rent, this goes to mortgage, this goes to utilities, this goes to gas, this goes to groceries. And then you can put a sinking funds line or you can either break them up or the total amount you're going to put in those sinking funds. Um, I break mine up individually so that I can keep track of how much is in each um, category pretty much. Um, And then anytime you receive extra money or anytime you have a lump sum, say you have a lump sum come in and you're like, what am I going to do with this money? You can add to all of them. You can add to some of them. You can add to the ones that are coming up sooner than others. You can add to the ones that you want more than others. It's totally up to you. You get to decide, um, but it's really a great way to get ahead in your finances. Um, And when you do use your lump sum or you do use unexpected money towards this, then it just helps you get to your goal faster. So, If you have any money left over after you're paying your bills, that is a great opportunity to save for upcoming expenses or taxes, if you have to pay taxes or travel or wedding plans, whether you're attending or you're the one getting married, uh, future spouse plans. If you plan on having a future spouse, I mean, why not start planning for what that looks like now? Because there is expenses to that. Um, Any type of house or home buying plans, whether it's, you know, buying a home for the first time, buying a multiple home, buying a rental property, putting money into projects to update any of those properties that you either have or that you want. Um, Literally, you can save for anything. So here are my 2023 sinking funds that I currently have. Um, first things first is I save for a buffer so that I have a, a certain amount that is in my account in case things happen, go through multiple times, fraud charges, whatever the case may be, it's protected. Um, 
And I just have a buffer when things don't go as planned and life already don't go as planned enough. So there's that. Um, my second thing I save for is Christmas. Once a month, I put money away for Christmas. Um, I do a monthly budget. So mine are mine is on a monthly basis, obviously. However frequently you get paid or however frequently you want to put money away for this, you can do it. If it's weekly, monthly, daily, you can do it however you want. Yearly. Um, so Christmas is the same day every year. And there's always a lot of things I either want to do or I want to buy or gifts I want to do or donations I want to make or activities I want to be a part of or celebrations I want to be a part of. Um, so I start saving for Christmas early on because and sometimes I have to take from my Christmas fund because it is so far out because I'm like, I could kind of use this money elsewhere right now. And I'll just leave what's in there, you know, for this month or whatever the case may be. So I do move money around a lot between my seeking funds. That's probably where the most of majority of my money movement is, is like if I, if I'm taking from any category or if I'm adding to any category, it's most likely like a sinking fund, um, car maintenance. So I have a car fund and I use it for car washes, oil changes, any type of repairs or maintenance that needs to be done on my car. It's there. If I decide to buy a new car, I have money set aside there. It may not cover everything, but it'll cover something. Um, my home, I am starting to save to replace slash upgrade home items um, in my home. I've been in my home actually going on seven years this year. Um, which is crazy to think that seven years has passed, but yes, it has. Um, so yeah, I'm saving for that now. Um, I actually just had an issue with my garbage disposal and my dishwasher and all that stuff. So I'll be taking from that home fund here very soon, unless I can miraculously get it to work without having to do that, which I would love because if it's free, it's me. If it ain't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got money set aside, but it's probably gonna cost more than what I have, but it's okay. Better than having nothing. Um, my other thinking fun category is travel because I will book a flight at the drop of a dime. And also I need spending money for this flight. I just booked at the drop of a dime. So I totally, um, you know, love to travel, love to take advantage of opportunities or sales or celebrations or just wants like things that I want to do. And I, I love to travel and go to different places. So um, yeah, I start saving for that. That's probably the one that's used the most, honestly, is my travel fund. I will I will use it in a heartbeat. And when I get somewhere, I usually am like, okay, this is the money I'm spending. It doesn't even come out of like my regular monthly spending. Um, the other thing is summer. Last year's summer cost a lot. <laughs> we was outside for like the first time, you know, fully outside um, since the pandemic. And yeah, I was doing everything I wanted to do and it was great. Um, but also I decided I'm going to start planning ahead this year because why not? I may not have enough money that's going to cover everything that I plan to do this summer or everything that I decide to be part of this summer, but it is going to be more than zero dollars and I will have something. So that's what I save for. I also save for credit card annual fees, um, which is very small. I also save for um, my pest control, which they take out on a quarterly basis. I save for my grocery delivery annual subscription because it makes life easier to just save it over time versus it coming out at a lump sum, especially at the top of the year. And then I also have a sinking fund for Legends School tuition because I receive money 
from each set of grandparents. Um, and that's kind of how I keep track of what's in there. And then I also, that's my line item for how much I pay too. So it adds my money with their money. And then once the expense goes through, then I take, take that out. So, um, those are just some ideas of sinking fund idea, you know, uh, categories that you can use or categories that you can prepare for. Um, if you have some of the same, obviously people have things that are different. Some people have things that are the same. However, I just want to let you know that no matter what your sinking fund categories are, what your savings fund categories are, it does allow you to live a more prepared and financially stable life. Every category can have $5 a month in it and you will still be good. You will still be more prepared. You will feel better that there is something versus nothing because some progress is better than no progress. And the more you're prepared, the better you feel like a lot of people are on spring break right now or do an annual trip. And the best way to plan for that is to save over time. If you know it's something you want to do, if you know it's something that's coming up, plan for it. Like, I promise you, you will feel feel okay so much better when you plan for it versus when you try to wait and try to scramble or depend on a certain lump sum that may not be as much or may not be you know what you thought it was going to be or you spend it all and now you had money and now you just don't have any money um or as much as what you had planned so if there's something big you want to buy save for it over time and you will feel less guilty and you will not worry as much like even when you buy it like if there's some big ticket item you've had a, your eye on Save for it over time. And then you decide it's also like delayed gratification, right? You can decide if you still want to do that or not. And if you do, go for it. You save for it, you prepared, you planned, and you should hopefully feel less a lot less guilty and not worry when you buy it or feel bad. Um also sometimes our finances are like connected to our emotions. So whatever that looks like for you, being prepared, like this is another way to do that. Um, so sometimes people get in stressful situations and they eat a lot or they drink a lot or they smoke a lot of something, I don't know, or they have some vice that they partake in, right? It doesn't have to be anything, any type of, of, of abuse or substance, but sometimes certain emotions trigger certain things in us and there is nothing wrong with being prepared for whatever that is. If that's what you decide to do that's your life. Everybody live their best life. Um, but if you're prepared for it and it's already there, it'll probably not add more stress onto you than what you already have if you are stressed about your finances. So for me personally, me and my friends, we talked about starting um, an ABC store fund, which is like the liquor store out here. But um, just so that if we need to go get something for a girls night or whatever the case may be at fun night that we're planning, we already have the money set aside. So I've heard of some people starting future baby funds and for preparing for a child early, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's a great idea. Um, I was going to start a future man fund. And, you know, once I get married, I plan to have him make me a I love you fund. So whenever I want something and he just loves me and wants to buy it, the money's already there and I can get it. Um, so you literally can plan for anything. You can prepare for anything. Um, I just encourage you to kind of write out what are some things, whether it's annual subscriptions, whether it's something you want to do, whether it's something you, you have dreamed of, um, 
whatever it is, just kind of write it down and see how much you can allocate to each category. If it's Christmas, if you're realizing that Christmas comes around and you're stressed and you can't do as much as you want to do, start saving for it now. The more money you put aside now, the less stressful you will be come that time of the year. Um, school shopping and stuff like that for kids too, if you have kids. Um, car maintenance, like people have regular things that they have to take care of. And if you just take the time to set money aside over time, um, you'll be in a lot better place financially and more secure and you will love that. Um, so that is what I have today about saving with a sinking fund. Um, they are definitely lined in categories in my, in my budget. And I do it every month because I do a monthly budget. I take everything I have coming in monthly and then kind of divide or not divide, but, you know, calculate my money based off that. Um, so I encourage you to do so. If you have any questions, please let me know. You can uh, reply to this episode um, at the bottom and make a comment or you can always come to the post on at off the handlebars pod on Instagram and comment there. My DMs are always open. I absolutely love answering money questions on Instagram. So um, send me them if you would like. All right. So to end this one, I'm going to do my off the handlebars moment for this week. And it is that I was at a baby shower with some old core workers and I made a joke. Um, Legend was with me, my son, my five-year-old. And I made a joke about like having multiple boyfriends. And he told me that he is one of them. Legend told me he's one of them. Um, and he like, He's like, yeah, I'm number this. And then he gave me a kiss on my cheek and he um, like walked away. And I was just like, one, you stay in my business, bro. Like he's learning. To, he knows how to read now. I mean, he's been reading since he was like four, but now he's like all up in my phone all the time. So boundary needed there. Um, but he just like is so cute because that's the second time that he's kind of told me I was his girlfriend or you know, now he's telling me that he's my boyfriend and um, he's like, yeah, you can talk to as many people as you want, but don't forget that I'm part of this. So um, that's all I have for this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you learned something, come let me know what you learned. If you want to share with someone, that would be even better because everybody can get right with sinking funds in 2023 um, and moving forward because once you get in the habit of it, your life just flourishes, I promise. But all right, uh, that's all I have today. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Off the Handlebars Pod. Give me a rating and review. And I will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye.